Well, welcome everybody. We are so excited to be joined here by none other than mega best-selling author because you know there's tiers of authors that are best-selling, and sure. you probably put Mr. Patterson, I guess, at the top of that list. So, James, thank you so much for coming on and joining us today. How you doing? Very nice. We are going to be speaking here with your follow-up. Now, it's not a sequel, but it is your follow-up book with, of course, President Clinton. And this is the president's daughter that we are going to be speaking about today. Of course, the first one was the president was, is, is missing. But the president's daughter just came out. Um, and give us a little bit about what you going, got going on in this one. Because, boy, it starts off with you just igniting the villain right into the page and then it yeah, that's from what there. we do <laughs> yeah yeah you know well the first one the president is missing that was a president in office and you know what separates the books that i do with president clinton from the others is i mean you got it right from the horse's mouth so the authenticity if something happened and it's hard to say that anything wouldn't happen in this day and age the way we're going True. but if something happened this is the way it could happen so this is the way the Secret Service would act. This is, you know, you know, that sort of stuff. The new book, The President's Daughter, is about uh, it, it, it was a way to try to make the president as human as you could make him. So he's this is he's a former president and his daughter gets kidnapped. He no longer has all of the all the resources that he would have as president. And now he's he's a father and he's got to sort of figure this out. And if you think about most of the movies and TV you see with presidents, they're, they're generally a little plastic and they talk the way, you know, you do in press conferences and right. stuff. And, and having hung around um, President Clinton and, and actually the Bushes a little bit and, and even President Trump, um, they're not plastic. I mean, they're human and uh, they have feelings. And, you know, so that's what, I, what we tried to do with this book to make it as fast paced as we could, but also a sense of the humanity of, of people that, uh, for whatever crazy reasons, decide they want to be president. And what better use, and what better thing than to use his daughter? I mean, when you start talking about the president's family, it's not going to get much more emotional and personal than that. Yeah, right. Right. Well, how did you and uh, former President Clinton get together and decide you wanted to write together? Uh, we have the same lawyer, agent, Bob Barnett down in Washington, and uh, uh, President Clinton reads everything. Uh, and we actually exchange stuff sometimes. And uh, he just gave me the new Stephen Hunter. And, um, oh, and nice. uh, we're both Hunter fans. So uh, uh, he's great. Yep. So, so Barnett knew that uh, that the president read. He, he reads a lot of thrillers and suspense and has since the 80s. So he approached the president and, and you know, the uh, president said, well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to do it, but why would Pat Patterson want to write with me? So then he called me up, Barnett, and I said, what are you kidding? I'm in. <laughs> because I still, I grew up, I'm actually on the Hudson River here, um, and I grew up up the river in Newburgh, about 30 miles up the river. And I still look at the world through the lens of a guy from Newburgh, kid from Newburgh, and it's like, you know, wow, I'm, I'm write a book with the president, write a book, period. Uh, 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 you know, and I think it's a blessing to be able, rather than being blasé about the stuff. It's just it's a lot of fun. Somebody said you're lucky if you find something you like to do in life. And then it's a miracle if somebody will pay you to do it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's my gig. It's weird. I, you know, the first book, uh, the Thomas Berriman number got turned down by 31 publishers. I was 26 years old. And then, and then it went on to win an Edgar's Best First Mystery. So, I don't know. Go there figure. 
Now, when you're talking the collaboration between you and President Clinton. Did you say collaboration? No, the collaboration. Oh, OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the collaboration. So when you guys collaborate and, you know, from the first book, I'm sure that you were trying to get to know each other and how things were kind of working out and how you were going to write. Yeah. But now with the president's daughter, with this being, like I said, I mean, you're using the same school that his daughter even went to uh, in real life. So how was the how was it the second time around now with this book? Because for me, this one was a lot more, I guess, even to a darker than the first one. So you kind of went even more on the thriller side, I believe, with this book. Well, this, yeah, this book is, is certainly the pace is faster. It, yeah. it, it jets along. Uh, you know, w- what we do is we'll talk. We weren't sure that we wanted to write another book. And then we started thinking about it. And um more stories have to be told, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we, yeah, and who, and what, and who, but what better person? What better than you two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so we, we kicked around a few ideas and then the outline and that we go back and forth and we went back and forth five or six times on the outline. Uh, a little bit of, you know, authenticity and some of it just plot. And his, one of the things that he is particularly good at is, and, and I can be sloppy because I'm, sort of so plot oriented. He, he really wants the characters to have some depth. And um, uh, Mel, the daughter, uh, 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 Melanie Keating, is probably our favorite character in the book. And, and she could have really just been a victim victim, but she isn't. Uh, she has a lot of, of, of grit and savvy and guts in the book. Um, but he does push to make sure that the characters are as rounded as, as, as possible. Nice. Well, um, so I'm curious. So what's going to be the subject of the third book you guys write together? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I don't, you know, we're not planning. We weren't planning a, a second book. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what it is. I mean, we become one of the reasons we want to get, you know, we've sort of become pretty good friends. And he gave me for Christmas uh, Monopoly for Socialists. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. Nice. For my birthday before that, he gave me uh, a humidor and oh. he knows I don't smoke. And so I called him up. And I said, you know, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? He, and I said, do I put in bubble gum or chocolate cigars? And he said, well, definitely bubble gum, because at our gum, age, yeah. we got to exercise the gums and stuff, yeah. you know. So, okay. Yeah, bubble gum ones. I miss those from the days of playing baseball. Bubblegum cigars. <laughs> Bubblegum cigars. Those, are, those right. are the greatest. What I oh, don't miss a- are the gums that used to come in baseball cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, with that white crap, whatever the hell they would, you know, and they're oh. Red, oh, yeah. they were like, yeah. Have you ever tried to open one now back from the 80s tops and steal the bubblegum still in there just to say? What no, the, like? one of the I many did. tragedies of my life is after I came back from my first year of college, my mother had thrown out all of my baseball cards, all of my comic books and and, and all of my 45 records. Oh. And that, oh you know, I don't know what that said, but it was not a good thing. Oh, so much great history. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. you, you could have doubled your uh, salary just that with those things. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so when you and uh, former President Clinton were working on this, you, you mentioned that he focused more on character and you focused more on story. Well, um, no, he would just push for the character thing. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So I'm just curious uh, when you decided to do this in the first place, starting with the first one, w- what sort of came first? Was it, well, the fact it's a president or was it the plot that you came up with? 
Uh, I think the some of the plot and and the fact that it, I mean it just seemed to make sense to write about a president. I get we didn't have to, but it seemed like a smarter thing to do. Whatever. Um, but I think at least some of the story, the idea for the story, and even back then, you know, the cyber terrorism thing to to us was it, it hadn't been written about enough. Uh, and that, I mean, it's a very scary book. Uh, yeah, the president definitely. is missing. And uh, I mean, we're obviously we're hearing a lot about it lately, but way back when he was president, it, it came up and it was a big issue. And he actually was one of the first that, that tried to push, you know, the country toward more security. And it worked for a while. And then, you know, a new president comes and, oh, uh, you know, that's not that important, really. <laughs> Maybe right. it is. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So you saying that you didn't even know you're going to write a second book kind of answered the yeah. question because I was curious as to why you didn't you guys didn't try like to do like a series character instead of just doing standalone. So that was the yeah. thought behind you were going to do the one book. And that uh, we didn't really that. think we just thought about one book. Right. That was all we were thinking about. And then when we started thinking about the second book, it was useful that the second president have a military background. Mm -hmm. So that got rid of the first guy. The first guy. Go. But now, do you have any plans to keep this as a series or is it going to be if you do book three? I don't know. I, we haven't we we really haven't talked no about problem. it or, you know, I, I'll we'll see what happens. Right now, we're just kind of like, you know, out mm -hmm. here getting accolades and stuff. And, you know, that's <laughs> enjoying I mean, it. that's a big. Yeah, I tell you what, that's it's an interesting thing. A long time ago. Yeah, I was on a panel and Dan Brown had just put out the Da Vinci Code. And it was just starting to really become a big deal. And I remember what it was like a lunch break or something. And I wandered over to his chair and, and I just said, I said, you know, I, this may sound stupid, but enjoy it. And I don't think he was. <laughs> I think he was worrying about the next book and, you know, the next review or whatever the hell it is. He looked at me like I was crazy. And, uh, you know, but I, I and I maybe in my first book, I would have looked at somebody the same way. I actually my first book. Yeah, I told you got turned down by all these publishers. Uh, uh, I then was nominated. Well, OK, so I get this phone call. I'm working. And this woman says I'm with the Mystery Writers of America and uh, your book's been nominated for an Edgar for Best First Mystery. And she gave me the date and I said, oh, gee, I can't come. I, so I don't remember what the heck was going on. But I said, I can't go. And she's like, oh, no, no, you got to come. You've been nominated. And I said, I'm, you know, as I said, I'm really sorry. And she said, you've got to come. You won. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, OK, <laughs> I'm coming. I'll, I'll do my best. But I remember when I got up, actually, so I get there and I, I, I went with my parents. And because I was still like a little baby in New York, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm going like, I wonder if she lied to me to get me there. You know what I mean? So I'm still like a little like, you know, um, and then when I, when I won and I don't know why I didn't prepare anything, but I didn't. And I, and I got up there and all I said was, I guess I'm a writer now, uh, which is weird. I mean, well, because previously, I mean, if somebody, if you would tell somebody you're a writer, okay, you're living in the, I was living in New York. What are you doing? Well, I'm a writer. Oh, what have you published? Have I read anything? Oh, I haven't actually published anything. They look at you like you're nuts. Like, what do you mean you're a writer? Yeah. You haven't you haven't published anything? You know, so that was a little bit of I guess I'm a writer now. It was like, okay, I guess, I guess this is real, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of so 
you know, we Alex Cross is coming out again later this year in November. You have him coming out. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about just, you know, just just out of curiosity, you know, the the start of Alex Cross. What what the was next it about book, Alex? actually uh, for if there's anybody listening, I'm sure there are. Th- there's some. I'm, there I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The uh, the noise is the next one with J.D. Barker. That's oh. a really good one. You always hope they're going to turn out well. Uh, and that one just, I always, one of my jokes is if you can write beginnings and endings, you'll, you'll always get published. Right. If you can write medals too, you'll, you know, you'll get a Nobel prize. This one, it's not going to get a Nobel prize, but it's got a really good beginning. The middle is great. It's all twists and turns. And, and it's just one of those books where it's like, right from the beginning, you're going like, what the hell? I, I got to know what, what this is all about. And it's this incredible noise that's sweeping through the Northwest and it hits this little town of a few hundred people and they, they're gone. And, and, and you're like, okay, what the, and it's very credibly written and everything. And it's believable. And you're going like, okay, what the hell's going on here? What is this? So you're, you're hooked and you're hooked and you're hooked. And you know that if at the end it's freaking aliens that you're going to like, you know, give it like half a star on Goodreads and everything, but it's not aliens. <laughs> But so in, in other words, there actually is a cool um, reason and lots of twists and turns in a way. So I love that. And, you know, you, you always hope they're all going to turn out good. And a lot of times they don't. But, you know, it's like with uh, the president is missing. They um, uh, they, start, they they were shooting for like six days and this was COVID and they called it off and then he started losing their actors. So they oh. they basically canceled the thing, but I was partly happy because I didn't really like the script and everything. So I was like, so now oh, we're, wow. we're it's it's going again, okay. and uh, we'll see what happens. So I'm ex- we're both oh, the president and I both excited. So good. You know, good. we're going to get a script this month. So so um, and it's going to be movie or is it going to go to streaming or do you know that yet? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I know that the, the guy who um, uh, uh, Joe Roth. He's a really good producer, and uh, so I'm I'm hopeful. I'm thinking hopeful. major. I'm thinking nice. it'll probably be motion picture release. I don't know. I it'll be, yeah. Wow. Um, so I was going to say um, I'm the co-executive director for Thriller Fest for International Thriller oh, uh-huh, Writers, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I and I work with JD a lot, and he told me why the same exact thing you did. <laughs> why? <laughs> that that the noise was amazing, so I cannot wait to read it. So cool. Yeah, we actually had a very famous writer read it who loved it but he said i can't quote for patterson <laughs> whatever oh, quote for jd then you know yeah on. really jd exactly. Barker, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck that i wouldn't run that <laughs> <laughs> well um, you, you talked about um what's upcoming of f- uh, for the uh, president's books in terms of tv or film i honestly feel like network tv does not get your work at all Every time no. I see, oh, no. you know. Oh, no, 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 no. And, and the film stuff. I mean, look, yeah. you can't argue with 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 Morgan Freeman as 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 an actor. He's great. Right. Because the uh, girls was fabulous. I just wish. The girls I just was wish okay. A, I just wish Along Came a Spider followed the book a little bit more because Sanjay was in two books. And I will say one thing. The cat scene that you wrote about Sanjay and that cat going in and saying, now I'm in part of your family was freaking brilliant. And I love that part of that book with Sanjay when he gives him the cat. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that was, that was. Well, it's interesting brilliant. out there, you know, um, in terms of the co-authors and everything, I wrote a book with uh, uh, 
Lisa Markland from from Sweden. And it, it, it's curious, like I went over there for the, you know, the, the uh, when the book was launched in Sweden, and there were like 47 interviews. You write a book here, you're lucky if you get like two or three interviews. But everybody, people read over there. You know, that country is like 8 million people. They have books that sell almost a million copies. Wow. Yeah, you know, babies must, I don't know, you know. So, awesome. um, no, but people really read and, 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 uh, and, and they ask interesting questions. They're all, they'll ask history questions and sociology and algebra, all sorts of shit, but uh, not algebra. And, <laughs> but the one question that they all had was, was how, how could a Swede and an American ever get together? And, you know, because they had, you know, the car thing didn't work with the U.S. and Sweden, you know, whatever. So, um, and, and what we said was there were two things. And one is mutual respect. And the second thing is listening. You actually listen. And in general, in Hollywood, I found that this, they don't listen at all. No. <laughs> no. That's probably why I haven't seen Michael Bennett then, because I'd love to see him as a Yeah, Michael, I, you know, especially as a, yeah, I, but I agree with you. That none of the stuff, we did a kid's movie, mm -hmm. uh, Middle School, The Worst Years of My Life. I thought that actually was decent, pretty good. Um, and that's about it. I mean, I, you know, Kiss the Girls, okay, you know, could be worse. I thought yeah, you got Morgan. Great. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. I I just thought that would they they had, they could have done much better job with these two serial killers cooperating. It's kind of a cool idea. It hasn't been done much or whatever. And I thought there was there was a lot richer thing. I mean, you know, Mike Connolly. I think. I mean, partly he's good, but partly he's been lucky. Like with um, um, Lincoln uh, lawyer. Well, I thought that turned out really well. You know. Good casting yeah. and a good screenplay and everything. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, it always bugs me that I, yeah, I like to get one where I go like, ooh, that was good, man. I really like the way that turned out. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, yeah, you, have, you know, you have any of these club, series like yeah. Bosch. Yeah, but like why and can't I think Trump... Bosch is, yeah. I mean, Bosch, yeah. I thought, started a little logy, but I think, you know, it's I'm, I'm addicted to it, so. Yeah. And and so it's until so you just look and you say, well, why can't Alex Cross kind of have the same thing? Because he is such a dynamic character. We're actually and, developing yeah. with Amazon right now. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Oh. A good, good uh, screenwriter, a showrunner. I don't, I don't, you know, TBD. That's true. Here's yeah, crossed. Yeah. Now, no pun intended. So, so like you said, so um, the yeah, noise is the it. one that's coming out recently. It's coming out soon. But you do have another Alex Cross that's coming up later this year. Right. Um, so the evolution of Alex has been very, very, very interesting over the years. I mean, just how he's evolved as a character. Can you just talk a little bit about how much he has kind of surprised you in a way that he has evolved into this? Well, I, I think a piece of it is, you know, he's gotten darker because he's just been through so much and it makes sense. And, you know, there've been a lot of studies done about police and how um, that happens to an awful lot of cops they go in with a certain attitude and approach. And as over the years, it get, they get darker and it's harder for them to maintain, you know, whatever brought them in to, to become cops. In fact, I, I did um, this nonfiction, Walk in My Combat Boots. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yes, I have. You should look at that. That's friggin' amazing. If I've done anything important, it's that. Because, um, you know, I did it with Matt Everson. Matt was the, the actual sergeant uh, portrayed in Black Hawk Down. Oh, okay. And uh, Matt, uh, and I, I know him from Florida, and he did, I'm going to sneeze, he did the interviews. 
And he's a great, sometimes comes in threes. He's a great interviewer because he, he knows the right questions. He knows the right follow-up questions. And, uh, and, and the book, he, he did like these 40 page and then I turn them into these five or six page mm, nuggets for each right. one of the, and at the end of it, uh, uh, if, if you've been there, you'd say, you know, uh, Eversman and Patterson got it right. And if you, you're one of these people that bullshits about, you don't really know, you don't have a clue, but you like great mysteries about it. You go like, I, I, I had no idea. I really didn't understand the military until this book. Um, and we're doing what actually we, we just finished one on emergency room nurses, which will just take right, that this. comes out in October. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so in fact, we just got this uh, actually two quotes, one from Sanjay Gupta and this one from, from Sebastian Junger, you know, the guy who did the perfect storm and war, you know, oh, okay. and it's just it's just this one you come in and go like, I love this guy. I don't know him, but I love him. I mean, I know his works, but he said, right. James Patterson's account of the twilight world between life and death that nurses inhabit is one of the most moving things I've ever read. Uh, in their own bullet straight oh, wow. words, these heroes describe the pain, the love, and the brutally hard work of trying to save people's lives. I could not stop reading it. And when I was done, I felt like I was changed forever. Wow. That's, yeah. No, and, and Sanjay Gupta was similar. You, it's a mind boggler. Wow. You know, Matt uh, Eversman, he said, I couldn't do more than one interview a day because he said they were just too uh, unbelievable. And cops is 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 as good. We're doing cops right now, interviews. Okay. And and that's as much of a mind blower. I mean, you can imagine right now what, what cops are going through. And, you know, in addition to the difficult, just the pure difficulty, if people don't get it, it's like, oh, yeah, I should do the job. Well, you go at three in the morning and climb those stairs because of the domestic dispute and 87% of the people in this town have guns and going up there. You know, yeah, have fun. It's, you know, it's like it doesn't excuse things that go wrong, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a hard thing. I mean, I used to watch the show and love live PD before they took it off. And I would just sit there and shake my head going, there's no effing way I'm doing that job. There's yeah. no way I would do that job. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just so much uncertainty when you're a cop. I don't know what drove me down that. I don't know. But <laughs> rabbit's just... hole. But, you know, what the hell? So we're back now. That's all right. Well, we're back. And <laughs> we're, back on... we're back. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> what are you going to talk about now? Go ahead, well, Jeff. Jeff's got um, one. So I'm curious, what choices did you make to establish your brand to the level it is now? I don't know. I don't, the brand thing, I mean, I know what you're talking about. Do I look like a brand to you? No, this is a no. brand that would fail. <laughs> <laughs> this brand would never make it. Um, I, I don't, has. look, I, um, uh, all I've ever done is just told stories that I was interested in and could get emotional about. Uh, I just like the idea of the noise, for example, because, you know, if you can if you can hook people and they're going like, what the hell is going on here? I love that. And it's assuming assuming that you have some kind of answer to it. Uh, J.D. doesn't care. He'll just like the first chapter. Oh, that's so cool. And not have a frigging clue where it's going and work it out. <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But uh, uh, so I, you know, and, I, and I've said this before, but, you know, somebody said you're lucky if you find something you like to do in life, which I think mm-hmm. is true. And then it's a miracle. Somebody will pay you to do it. Right. And That's uh, what I tell know. my daughters all the time. I say, find yeah. something that you love to do. And if someone can pay you to do it, that's a home run. Yeah. And, and worst case, it's your it's your hobby. It's which a hobby. Is, which is okay. That's good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a 
220 pound ballet dancer. All right. Okay. <laughs> it works. It works. Or a jockey. It works for you. It works. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, he could be a jockey with the poor horse, but it works. <laughs> right. A 300 pound <laughs> jockey. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I have to say a thank you to you and what you're doing because I, I'm a retired public librarian and reading is important and essential in my opinion. And yeah. the, what you're doing for that is just phenomenal. Yeah, and phenomenal. as a public librarian, we couldn't keep your books on the shelves. In fact, there'd be times I'd start to go shelve one and someone just grab it out of my hands and go check it out. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah those fans are, they're tough. They're uh... <laughs> Well, I'm curious, since you work with a group of different co-writers for all these different things. You want me how... to rank them? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm curious, how do you keep all the details and plots straight without mix-up or repeats? I had Alice Cry show up in one of the kids' books once, and I went, no, 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 that's okay. Now, um, I, I don't find it difficult. I think a piece of it may be I was in advertising, but I've been clean for over 20 years. Good for you. Um, but, but part of it is in that business, um, they, they had to keep track of maybe 30 or 40 different clients. And so I got used to kind of like, okay, I can, I can do more than one thing. If, if, if um, actually you can see in the background there, I don't know if you, the lower shelves, uh, yeah. you see that one picture back there. I do. All those lower shelves, it goes all the way around the room and there's around 30 different projects now. Oh that my are, Lord. Yeah, I know it's nuts. Um, I've wow. had, I remember I had one, one, uh, journalist in here, uh, and, and I showed him all of this stuff and he kept going, this is crazy. This is crazy. And then he looked at me and said, James, you are crazy. I had a straight jacket on too, but you but, know, but you know, and I was going to ask, I mean, do you have any, do you have any signs of slowing down? I mean, it seems like you're just ramping up you're not slowing down. Well, <clears throat> I, you know, because of COVID, uh, I think I did ramp up in the yeah. sense that one, I wrote an autobiography, which is just all stories. And it's not one of these, you know, like, you know, back in Newburgh in 19, yeah. you know, it, it's not that shit. It's just story after story. Okay. after story, And I think they're cool stories. So I think it's fun to read. And, you know, at any rate, and, and I also, it just focused me more the whole thing. So, okay. I think I'm more focused than I've been um, just finishing a book. Uh, I'm not going to get into what this, what it is, but it's a really cool idea with Brendan, uh, uh, Brendan Dubois, okay. a good one. And then uh, there's a couple of really cool ones happening right now. Like, you know, yeah, that's, you just mention it to people and they're like, Ooh, that's, you know, that's a, that's a cool idea. So, yeah, for whatever, as opposed to just, here's another, you know, Michael Bennett, number whatever the heck it is yeah now is your website the best portal for everyone to find out about all the stuff that you got going on i have no idea sure <laughs> <laughs> but now do you do any i don't know media? i don't look at that shit i don't you well know. i mean do you do any why would i look at it I, i'm in my office here i got them right now i don't know yes that seems very reasonable to me yeah. but do you do any social media on your own or do you just let do you have people that kind of handle that for you mostly i don't have people Okay. I mean, I do have, you know, writers I work with and, you know, pages come in and I get on the phone. I mean, it's bizarre. I don't have, you know, the philanthropy, there is no staff. There's, it's mainly, I don't know. I mean, it's not that complicated if you keep it simple. So, True. Uh, so there, it's not like there's this, this staff thing. Okay. 
there's so writers. Said, they're they're all over the place, and I'll they'll send pages, and I'll I'll send an outline, or I'll you know rewrite the stuff, and they'll threaten to have to commit suicide. And, you know, <laughs> Now, do you have any plans? I know it's. I know they never commit suicide. So I don't know why they keep. It's the same threat over and over. I go. How many times are you gonna? You know, I I I, I rewrote it. It's better now. (laughs) But there's another plot for you down the road. There you go. Another plot. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But now, do you have any plans to do any uh, conferences or anything coming up? Anything virtually that people will find out I about? I think, well, I, we're just starting now to get out and about. We actually, the president and I, we went to one show. Um, we're going to do, I think, Seth Meyers next week. Oh, good. I think, I think that'll be in the studio. Okay. So we're starting to get out a little bit. Um, we actually, um, after the um, Jimmy Kimmel thing, uh, he and I, we went out to to dinner together that was fun because we're oh. our, he's not 10 he's 10 minutes away here from where i am right now okay so that was nice that's fun that's cool that's you know once again newberg goes out to dinner with president can't beat that but i'll tell you what happened this is really like so we're at he's late of course because he's always late so we're waiting for him to show up and literally we've just left them right the okay. restaurant is three minutes away and he's 40 minutes late all right whatever so my wife and I are sitting there and the, and the, the PR woman from Little Brad, Aaron, who's great. And Aaron is like around 31. And my wife's like six, like not, I won't say what she she's is. She's not, not 31, a, right? Yeah, she's we'll six, just say that. 60 something. <laughs> At any rate, and the waiter comes up and he knows us and he goes, oh, Mrs. P, uh, is that your daughter? I don't care what the deal is. That doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, then no, it's just, you know. Dumb question. And go, there goes your tip, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad, Mr. It's too bad President Clinton couldn't join us today. There's a lot of questions to ask him about stuff. But well, we you want ask to... me one of his questions. I'll answer for him. Well, and, and well, I was like, a, the biggest one. Well, was, John, I mean, I'll tell you. Let me tell you what that's all. There you know. it is. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. was the biggest one. Was that's my name the... is the first one you might have noticed. The per... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's he's on this top. How Bill did, Clinton. How did he work that one out? How did how did well he you know above the top? above the book it says president. If you if the book went higher, it'd say president. Oh, Clinton, okay, you know. that's how he got it. Because it, I mean, I thought it was an alphabetical order thing. Maybe he was just C before the P. Yeah, no. Or B before. No, the it's J, all good. It's way. all good. It's as it should okay. be. Yeah. Yeah. But I was I was just curious about the person the, the personal emotional because basically I mean he's writing a book almost about like Chelsea and no the, the, no 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 but I mean the madness that no could no, have no, no 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 being the president no, no. all fictional people he's not True. the president it's not Chelsea it's not Ivanka it's not the it's not the uh, the twi- the right. uh, the Bush twins <laughs> but as president no but I just told you, know, you John come on I know I know I know I know I know I can't take I'm John anywhere I swear I got <laughs> So yeah, but hey, I know that we're nearing the end, and I just want to say again, thank you nearing so much for end. joining us. Is it is the asteroid is coming? You know, they <laughs> can just come. It's like weird, and the, the whole it better Earth not be coming because we have this great interview. I don't want. And to you don't know. You you just don't. I mean, it could just boom, and it's gone. I mean, literally, we could have like five seconds of warning, like what everything guy goes dark, and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, what is that? And then bam. Yeah. Well, you said approaching the end, but go ahead. We yeah. could be well the end of the interview, but okay. I did again. But I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. Love. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Again, it's the been a thrill. Thank you. There it is. And it is out now. Um, yeah, it is. And, and it's, it's everywhere. We're at, you know, I don't care where you supermarkets, you I don't care everywhere. what drugstore. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen oh, everywhere. It's, and it's and it's and it's one of your thickest books, I think. I mean, it's over 600 pages. I think it's one of the thickest ones you've 
fictions you've ever written that I can remember. Yeah, yeah. The it's the other one. Well, you know, 400. the president likes the big books. You know, yeah. his uh, his memoir was a thousand pages. He's doing another one. I think that's going to be a thousand pages. So you know, he's doing he likes to get people like to get their money's worth. But you know, I'll tell you what, it is big. But everybody says, not everybody, because I don't know where you guys would come out, but most people go, it's a freight train. How do you it do? A, that's what I yeah. said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's hard if, for, for a long book like that, relatively. Yeah, you amped it up. You, you did. You amped up. This, this pace is faster than the first one. Yeah. But without a doubt. So, yeah. yeah. But, hey, awesome. again, thank no, you. No, thank so you. It's been thank such you. a pleasure to talk to and you. And, Jeff, there's, there were books after Cradle and All. I know. I just thought it was a perfect book to have no, on display yeah, yeah, with yeah. Kermit reading it. So, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Kermit, uh, no, I, Kermit I, he's actually sent me a little note about it. He loved that book. Yeah. Yeah. I miss oh, the yeah, mastermind. Good, good. I'll just say I miss Kyle Craig. I love, I love, I love the mastermind. Uh, well, you know, you never can tell the way, you know, maybe sure. another plastic, you know, uh, who knows? you never know. No one really <laughs> dies sometimes in fiction. They just come back different. Yeah, I learned it from, uh, you know, Sherlock Holmes. Exactly. So anyway, all right. All right. Thanks I'm so gonna, much. Thanks, guys. Thank you nice so much, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.